Welcome back to another episode of the I'm Just Saying podcast. We got Bobby, Nico, and Sean. And we're going to pick up where we left off last week because we had a blasphemous statement said by one Nico claiming that the Warriors would have lost to the Cavs in the 2015 finals if Cleveland was healthy. Ain't no beating around the bush. I need to hear the explanation as to why you believe that, Nico. See, it's not much to explain. It's just I look at it simply like this. LeBron James went up 2-1 against them by himself. No Kyrie, no Kevin Love. Kyrie Irving, a superstar. I think Kyrie Irving adds to them a win. In a seven-game series against Golden State, they don't have nobody to guard Kyrie. So I think Kyrie Irving can get a win himself, like he showed in the next, the next finals, the next year. And then Kevin Love, when you add him to the mix, I don't consider him a superstar. But when you play with a LeBron James, when you play with a Kyrie Irving, they can do things for him to almost make him an all-star-ish, almost superstar-ish type of player. So I think his contributions could also get them a win. That that beats the Warriors right there. Golden State wasn't a they wasn't a championship team yet. They weren't as strong as they was in 16. And 16, I give it to them. If Draymond Green never gets suspended, they beat Cleveland probably 4-1. But that's because they got that new championship experience. Y'all know how it goes. Y'all basketball players, y'all watch the game. Anybody listening to this podcast, if you know the game, if you know the NBA, you know championship experience means a lot. Golden State didn't have that yet. Cleveland didn't have it, but LeBron James did. Just look at the numbers for LeBron. Like, he averaged them a triple-double that series. And they had nobody, bro. Like, look at the roster they had. To win two games against the mighty Golden State Warriors with a starting lineup of Matthew Delladova, not in the league anymore. Timothy Moscow, not in the league anymore. Amon Shepard. Is who, who is a, is Amon back in the league? Amon plays for Brooklyn, and Delladova still plays for Cleveland. Cor- correction, correction. Amon sits on the bench for for, uh, for Brooklyn. He's on the rock. <laughs> and also, Matthew Delladova not touching the flow. Ten games, two points. I just point. watched him play against Chicago. Uh, he don't touch the flow. But... A team full of guys that once LeBron left Cleveland was nothing. And Tristan Thompson, a, a guy that's still in the league. Those four players don't compare to the lineup of Steph Curry, Clay, Draymond Green, Harrison Barnes, Andrew Bogan. Y- y'all know this. And then look at the benches. J.R. Smith, James Jones, Mike Miller. Like, who who helping LeBron on that team other than J.R.? And come on, J.R. Smith, come on. To go against Sean Livingston, David Lee, Festus Azili, Iguodala. Barbosa was on this team. You can't tell me that a fully healthy Cleveland squad don't at least take them to seven games and scare them. Y'all know, everybody should know, I'm not a big, I'm not a Golden State fan, but clearly. I respect them guys, though, man. Like, they can hoop. I respect them, but when it comes to those guys going against LeBron James, they don't compare to me. In my heart of heart, I just feel like LeBron James would have put them out. I think it would have been a 4-2 series. LeBron won on they home court and went up 2-1. Y'all don't remember this? Like, y'all don't feel like him going up 2-1 with a Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love would have put the stamp going back to Cleveland to go up 3-1? And then the momentum is all for Cleveland? Like, come on. I got to hear y'all points, man. Like, the man's is simple. They got the great LeBron James with a great Robin and Kyrie Irving, and he showed that he was able to carry that team full of nobodies by himself for two games. So I want to hear y'all points. What would have been different? Like, who did they have for Kyrie Irving? Like, what, what could they have done? Steph Curry was having problems with Della Dover this series. So you're saying, wait, your whole point is fully healthy Cleveland 
Golden State can't beat them at all. At that point, because because I can't say that they can't beat them because in 16, they looked like they was going to beat them. It was the same teams, and they was up. But my argument is they got a ring now. Now they knew what it take. Now they know what we have to do, what we go see in a series against Cleveland now. And then, like, they beat them. So they had the mental edge. But we see what happened when, when the momentum switched and LeBron James heated up and had a reason to play. Same for Kyrie Irving. We see what happened when it was mono we mono they was healthy. They couldn't mess with Cleveland. Like, they couldn't mess with them. I don't think it would have been no different in 15, because in 15, they didn't. My argument is they didn't have the championship experience. And How can you say a team can't mess with them if they was up 3-1 on them? Hey, I'm glad somebody said it. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm, that's my, my point is, they were up 3-1 because they just had beat them in 15. That's the mental edge. Now we have title. Now we know what we go, now we know what we're looking for. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think Cleveland will win, but we talked about this yesterday. Golden State was a more put-together team. They're deeper. They have multiple players who could get a bucket. What a great coach. Like, the teams don't really compare. Like, I just told you, the teams don't compare. So, in 16, they got a ring now. It's hard for Cleveland to mess with them at that point. That's the only reason I see that they were up 3-1, bro. They, it's the championship experience. We got here already. We know what it takes. We know what we go see. So, that 3-1 is kind of... I don't think it would have happened if Kyrie and Kevin Love don't get hurt at 15. If the Cavs beat them the next year, I don't think that 3-1 happens. I think Cleveland get them out the way fast. But Wow. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Hold on, my question for y'all before y'all start. So, championship experience doesn't mean anything to y'all. I'm not saying that, but I, I regardless Warriors, of championship bro. experience, it's the talent on the floor at the end of the day. They was up 3-1 because of talent. Cleveland they were up 2-1? Yes, they were up 2-1. What a but inferior they lost 4-2. But they, they brought a head inferior Okay, but if they're an inferior team, how can you say that Golden State wasn't going to win anyway? I'm saying without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, so you said clearly the inferior. Let me clarify. So with, with Kyrie and Kevin Love, you think that roster is superior? Uh, No, I don't. I still don't think it's superior. I still think Golden State have a more well-put-together team, but when you have the best player in LeBron James, he don't need much. With Kyrie and Kevin Love, I think he pulls it out. Just because a team is better and deeper doesn't mean that they win the series all the time. When you have the best player in the series, he can change things and make your team play different in key moments. That don't. I'm not going to sit here and be stupid and say that Cleveland team is better than a Golden State Warriors team, but I think that they can beat them. As long as you're not saying definitively that Golden State couldn't beat Cleveland healthy. No, 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 no I'm not saying that. I honestly, That's like, the part that blew my mind. No, nah, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that LeBron James, Kyrie, Kevin Love can just spank the Warriors. No, because we've seen what happened the next year. Like, regardless of championship experience, Golden State had Cleveland beat, but like you spoke on the other day too, momentum. See, Cleveland got the momentum and changed the series. I think they pretty even, but like, let's keep it a buck from top to bottom. Yeah, Golden State have a better roster. That's, that's common sense. But I think at the end of the day, if they play 10 times, I think Cleveland come out six or seven times. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I've been going ahead. I, I can't. Okay, okay. Let me... Well, I don't even know where to start. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start at the beginning. Let me get the elephant out the room. This Della Vadova ain't doing shit to Steph Curry. I'm so sorry. 
He didn't stop Steph Curry. Steph, when you were a shooter at, on that level, it's really nothing you can really do. He was out of rhythm. And then this whole that he slowed down Steph Curry, he really did. Steph had legit one game. That was game two. Game game two, he shot five for 23. 19. Okay, so, okay, so, the, so then it was game two. I think a game, I think the game right after that, he gave him 30, and the game after that, he gave him 37. And in the closeout game, he had 26. The game was a blowout, so I don't think he really did anything extra after that. But like, Hell, if we being real shit, a week ago, he gave uh, Delvin O 39. <laughs> We're a far worse team. <laughs> Delvin Dover not playing. He, he, no, he, he played. He played. I watched the game. He was the best. He trash. He trash. But you, but you just said he was going to stop stuff. Now he trash. I not say that. I, I'm so, now he trash. He, he gave Steph. We going to say one game. Okay. He, 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 he did. He, he he irritated Steph the same way Pat Beverly irritates Steph Curry. And then he gonna still get his numbers. All he was doing was hacking the man and they wasn't calling it. Pretty much. That's really all it was. Yeah, we all hoopers. We all know he play hack defense. I'm not gonna say and say he a defender. His ass is a hacker. Hack defense. Yeah, you know who else got away with a lot of fouls in that series? Tristan Thompson, man. Speak on it, brother. Speak he jumped over so many backs. Threw so many people out the way, and the refs was just like, "It's fine." Mm-hmm. He still now, do that to this day. I don't know why he get away with them calls. <laughs> Carlos Boozer used to stay in foul trouble because of that stuff. Oh, I, I swear to God, I swear to God. <laughs> okay, so my other thing though, you made some good points, but one thing that you left out was the health and the suspension. That's I felt. No, that's 2016. We talk about 2015. Okay, well, then health then. I, me personally, in 2015, no, I don't see it. I think, I think fully healthy, nobody gets in the way. I think Cleveland still, not Cleveland, I think the Warriors still win that series. And I'm going to tell you why. In seven? No, it, it is, it's going probably, it's probably going about the same amount. I was, I give Cleveland their respect and I give LeBron his respect. We've seen LeBron make history, doing things that we didn't think he, he could do. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it's gonna be easy like like you said, but no way in hell. It, it's, I don't think that roster goes goes seven, and I'm gonna tell you why because of that coach that they had, David Black. Uh. Ron hated David Black because he couldn't coach. Like some of the lines he would throw out there didn't fit Ron's strength. You know, Ron likes shooters. Ron likes shooters, and he likes spacing on the court. It was times out, out there where he would put Bron out there with no space and no shooters. Bron had to do it all. It's part of the reason why he, he shot so terribly during that whole postseason run, especially after Kyrie and Kevin Love went out. Because he would go stretches with J.R. Smith on the bench, and he got Iman Shum out there. Yeah, Iman Shum can, can, can play defense, but in the, in the postseason during big stretches, Bron needs secondary scorers, some shooters. Iman didn't give you none of that. So that's number one. And he was getting heavy minutes in that final series. Then we got to bring out the fact that, okay, you got Kyrie out there. They going to put Kyrie in the pick and roll to force him to guard probably Steph or Clay. If he gets, if he get Clay, he getting posted up. If he gets Steph, Steph's taking him right to the rim. Like he did in game one. In 2016, he couldn't do it because he was hurt. Steph said about two years after that, like the 16th uh, series that he was legit playing at 60%. He had no burst. He had no, he couldn't plant. He couldn't do cuts. That's why Steph was telling Sean earlier that Steph was really limited in that series. Oh, I saw it. You could anybody yeah. who was paying attention could I know saw it. he wasn't. Yeah. 
he wasn't himself because it was it was a lot he couldn't do. So you telling me that a healthy Steph fully unleashed versus probably gonna be probably his primary defender probably gonna be on Kyrie. It was gonna be a damn shame what happened to Kyrie after that series. <laughs> then we gotta take into account. Okay, you got Clay. Okay, you put Iman uh, Iman Shaman on him. On him. All they gonna do is the same thing they do in that that motion offense, which gave the Cavs trouble in that series. Because well, let me they, chime in real quick. Amon okay. Shepard played big that series when it comes to the defense. Clay Thompson didn't do shit that whole finals. Nothing. No, and, and I I understand. He shot forty percent. I know he averaged like thirteen points that series. I, I I know I'm aware, but at the same time, they didn't need him to do anything because Iguodala was hitting his open shots. You're right. You're right they, about that. They, they needed Clay to be a, a floor spacer. Now, if Iguodala don't hit his open shots, because he didn't hit no open shots in 2016. I don't know. I don't know for whatever reason the Cavs played him the exact same way they played him. 2015, they played him the same way in 2016. For some reason, 2016, he was his regular. I can't hit nothing open shelf. But in 2015, he was hitting everything. Because he was hitting everything, you don't need Clay to be Clay. But if he his normal self, I don't believe that Clay remains a 13 point per game scorer in the final. I think Clay forces the issue. I think I think they they run plays, they run sets to get Clay going. I mean, Clay gonna be Clay. If everybody gonna be themselves, Cavs out of that sitting game. Then you got Draymond, you got Bogut, Eagle Dollar, Harrison Barnes. The only person they had to answer for really was Harrison Barnes because they just let him shoot. That's all you got to do to Harrison Barnes. Because <laughs> they, they play him again the, the same way they played him in 16. Anybody can score but the Splash Brothers. It can't be them. Anybody but stuff. Anybody but Clay. They left all them wide open. The difference was that they couldn't make shots in 16, but they made shots in 15. If they run that same defense, no, nah, that's all for it. Because the, the numbers show it. Like, yeah, Kyrie added his 27 a game in 2016, but Kevin Love didn't do shit. Like, didn't do a Kevin, Kevin Love didn't do a thing. Legit no impact to me. Yeah. And the only difference is, aside from the injuries and suspension, obviously, was Iguodala not making his shots. If Iguodala make more of his shots, they win that series again. But because his scoring dropped down from 16 to 8, they lost. It's a make or miss league. They went up 3-1 with an injured Steph and an invisible Clay. And Iguodala was hitting his shots. Like, we always asking, what if Cleveland was fully healthy in 2015? But what if Golden State was fully healthy in 2016? I think in 2016, if everyone is 100% healthy, even though they're the same team, 16 Warriors is technically a different team than the 15 Warriors because uh, either they had the same roster because they had a different mindset. They championship. They champions now, bro. If, no, 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 no. I didn't even talk about that because they didn't feel like champions because everyone discredited them that whole offseason. I got an interview. I got. I got an interview saved on my phone right now, where they asked. They asked Steph right before the first preseason game. He was like, "We champions, but it don't feel like it because everyone keeps saying that we didn't deserve to be champions because we beat uh, an injured team." And he was like, but we're not worried about it because we all agree that we're going to rectify all that this season. That was the basis of them going 73-9 and nine because they spent the whole summer hearing about how they didn't deserve to be the champs. So they mindset said, well, we finna run through every team in this league to make y'all crown us the champions. That was me. That shit had me hot that them niggas won all them games. I was sure, like, oh, I every team they played that year was hurt. All right, you, you just reminded me. Because that's another one of them big things people say that the Warriors got to the finals by beating injured teams. 
in the first everybody round, they played was in hurt. The first round they beat the Pelicans. They swept the Pelicans, right? And they just didn't have Drew Holiday. You telling me adding Drew Holiday to that Pelicans team was gonna stop the Warriors from beating them that year? Not at all. I'm no. bullshitting. The, the, I'm pretty sure the Warriors was go probably beat everybody, but it still it still need to be discussed. Everybody was hurt. This Memphis is the main one. Memphis was up to one. Yeah. That's the main one everybody talk about. Memphis, where they didn't have Mike Conley or Tony Allen. I still don't think Memphis beats that Warriors team. Like, I felt like that whole season, it was the Warriors' year, bro. Like, you don't just win 67 games in the West. And this ain't the East. This ain't the Atlanta Hawks of the East. This is the 67-win Western Conference team with the MVP. Facts. You should see me smiling right now saying, hey, that regular season don't mean nothing. Right, because that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That was my whole thing. You the one who always be like, the regular season is so important, but... It don't mean shit to me, but if you want it to mean something, let's go there, you know? The Warriors, 67-15, and that Cavs team finished, I want to say, 53-29. and 29. So, there you go. The regular season says the Warriors was better, right? You'll be hearing me wrong. The regular season doesn't mean as much as people think. It means something, but it's different. Like, you, you spoke on it before, I think, on one of the episodes. You could catch a team on a back-to-back. You could catch a team on a night. They just don't have it. The best player then probably been arguing with his girlfriend the whole day, and he just don't got it tonight. So. <laughs> Anything could happen. I agree, but like you said, 67 games in the West, you can't just laugh at that and say, oh, it's the regular season. No, them niggas for real. That's what I was saying. Like People like to discredit them because of injury. Like They were spanking these teams all year anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, come on, Patrick Beverly was going to help the Rockets beat the Warriors that year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty ah. sure they would have. He would have helped. Like, come on, bro. Like, we gotta let's call a spade a spade. Patrick Beverly would have at least did something different to Steph Curry. He no, least, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Come on, y'all. Like, it's different. Who, who, who was their backup point guard at the time? Who, who did they have to replace Patrick Beverly? Patrick Beverly was gonna guard him better than whoever they had. So I mean, he was gonna foul him better. I about to say because. No, it, no, 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 it don't, bro. No, it don't, bro. Uh, I'm I, talking I, the overall team the Warriors had was better than every other overall team in the NBA that year. Look, I'm, I'm going to tell you Patrick Beverly impact on Right. 2016, Steph, he had 26 in the first half in game one versus the Rockets, right? That's the same series. He got the same game. He got hurt twice in one game. He had 26 in the first half on your, on your boy, Patrick Beverly, right? He don't fit. He don't come back in the rest of that series after that. They still win that series in five games without him. That's what I'm saying. Yo, Patrick Beverly impact on, on on Steph with that matter because they won that series without Steph anyway. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I, they I did think like, a lot of people like they downplay how deep that team was. Yeah, they look at they just looking at Steph for the most part, but forgetting about everything else he got around him. Yeah. You could see the difference with who he's playing with now versus teams from 2015-16. What made that team so much of a problem is that they had a legit starting lineup as they bench lineup. You had Sean Livingston, David West. You had uh, Mo Space. You had Fessy Zeely. Well, actually, he well he trashed, but Leandro Barbosa. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's just the bench. During, during, during that time, those are starters on any other team in the league. And they come off the bench for the Warriors. Especially Iguodala and Livingston. Iguodala, and I'm forgetting, Iguodala came off that bench too. Because Harrison Barnes was starting in his place. 
Like it was their death that helped them destroy the league. Yep. Steph, Steph, Clay, and Dre was just icing on the cake. That's why I was so blue when they got KD because they let they they had to trade and let Lock walk to get KD. And that's what they, ruined their roster to me. That's right, what ruined. Yep, them. Absolutely, because I always said that the minute KD leave, they're gonna be fucked because they lost all their depth to get him. I was hoping he would have retired there, but that matter of fact, that, yeah, let's transition right now. Do you think the Warriors would have won another championship without KD? And on the flip side of that, if you know, assuming he stays in OKC, does OKC win the ring? If we had to believe the reports of that summer, OKC ain't getting back, ain't getting back to the finals anymore because KD would have went to Boston. So the West for the next couple of years would have been the Warriors. It would have been the Warriors at least up until about uh, whatever year they saw the uh, the Raptors. I feel like the Warriors still take their course. Now, who comes out the East? That's completely up to debate. Because if if KD goes to Boston the, the next year, do Kyrie still go there? Do he stick it out in Cleveland? Do he go to, to like I guess what the Nets a little bit earlier? Because remember, he Kyrie always had the itching of being his own man, and remember, he never wanted Bron to come to uh, Cleveland in the first place. Then he signed his extension on the notion that it would it would be his team. Yeah, it was he signed it under notion it was going to be him. Bron came like two weeks later. Because I think I don't think Dan Gilbert knew Bron was coming until like a week before he signed. Or if he did know, he didn't tell Kyrie. He couldn't have told Kyrie because Kyrie wanted to resign. Right. So right. So exactly. So then I don't. Yes, I don't think he told any of them. Do y'all really think Kyrie didn't want to play with him, or Kyrie just he had the notion that he was going to be the best player on his team? Do you no. think it really was? I don't want to play with LeBron James. I don't think no. it was LeBron. I think it was him wanting his own team at that point in his career. I think he wanted to be the man to lead the team. Well, I'm going to say, what Golden State would have won, it's a toss-up. Because like I said, I think Cleveland would have won in 15. Cleveland won in 16. I could say that, because if KD stay in Oklahoma, I think KD gets a ring. I think he gets at least one. So I'm going to go with that Golden State doesn't win another. Just to be the the different guy with y'all. I'm going to say they don't want another one. Because you got to look at Cameron Durant was up 3-1. They lost, but you go back home, you get in the gym, fix a few mistakes him and Russell Westbrook both made because Kevin Durant also jagged that shit too. It wasn't Russell Westbrook's fault. So don't say it wasn't his fault at all now. No, it's both of their fault. It was both of their fault equally because Kevin, Kevin Love, I mean, um, Kevin Durant turned the ball over. Russell Westbrook turned the ball over, two consecutive plays. And then Kevin Durant came down and didn't play defense. Steph Curry hit a three in his eye. Boom, it changed the series. So... I think they go home, they fix that, they fix a few things. Honestly, fire Billy Donovan. I hate Billy Donovan. Get a real coach at that time. You never know. So I get Oklahoma City possibly one ring because let's just say Oklahoma had B Golden State. I think we talked about it before. If we would have seen Oklahoma City against LeBron James and Cleveland, it's a toss-up. I think Kevin Durant could beat them. So Kevin Durant, the second best player in the game. I think he could sneak out of beating Golden State one year. Maybe not every year, but one year get to the finals. And an older LeBron James probably could pull it out against him, especially if Kyrie Irving still leaves and go to Boston. So think about it. Uh, that 2017 Cleveland team, y'all think Oklahoma City, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook could beat them? I think so. So I think Kevin Durant gets one, but I'm going to say if Kevin Durant stays, no, Golden State doesn't get one because I've seen Kevin Durant almost beat them. Like, it's just sometimes you you got to wait to the next year. 
I think Kevin Durant come back the next year with a vengeance, put Golden State ass away like he should have and hit that fucking dynasty. And we don't see no more Golden State rings. Kevin Durant get one. Possibly two. LeBron James get another one. Possibly two. I'm going to stick to the simplest form of the question. Do I think the Warriors get another championship? I'm going to say yes. I actually think they could have won it in 2017 without KD. Mm-hmm. So, now, Do you think they come as... back and beat Cleveland? Yes. I think that was happening regardless. KD just, you know, did KD things and made it a little less, things. less of a chance of them losing. As far as if KD stayed in OKC, do I think they get a ring? The only way I think they would have got a ring would have been when they was up 3-1 on the Warriors. But other than that, I've always felt like you can't win a championship where Russell Westbrook is one of your best players. Preach. That's all I was waiting on. <laughs> I Be feel honest. like one way, no matter what KD came back and did, yeah, he fucked up that series. But I feel like from that point forward, still Westbrook would have found ways to fuck up their series. Because he always do. That's what he's always done his entire career. He too reckless. Yeah, he played with great energy. And that's what I love about Westbrook. But he be too fucking out of control sometimes. He just be doing shit he know he not supposed to be doing. Like, why is you alpha pulling up for three when you know your ass shoot 20-something percent from three? And you got Kevin Durant over there. Stop fucking shooting threes. Mm -hmm. So I think the only way KD would have ever got a ring was if he left OKC. And I always said when he signed with the Warriors, which is one of my favorite things in basketball history, he should have retired there. No reason for him to ever leave that team. They sacrificed so much of their roster, which is what made them so great in the first place. So now you basically just got Steph, Clay, KD, and Draymond. But your role players ain't what they used to be. So they hella beatable. But, you know, that, that's another story. But I, I don't think with Westbrook as his number two, he ever wins the championship. Since y'all not believers in Westbrook in the big games, I kind of I'm I'm on I'm fifty fifty with that. I, I'm a I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. I think Russell Westbrook can be on a championship team, but I've always said Russell Westbrook has never had the right coach that's gonna tell him, "Hey, get a fucking ball to Kevin Durant, bro. What are you doing?" So what if a Mark Jackson coached them, or Phil Jackson, or Tom Thibodeau, Doc Rivers? Because Doc Rivers got Philly looking like. They are a totally different team. He got Ben Simmons giving the ball to Embiid. He's our star, not you, fam. So if they had a real coach, because I'm not a Billy Donovan fan, I'm not a Scott Brooks fan, two coaches for Oklahoma City. If a real coach coached them and made Russell Westbrook, just tone it down a little bit. Get Kevin Durant the ball. I think that changed a lot. I think they, they beat Golden State if they have a real coach. Billy Donovan was still early in the NBA. A 3-1 with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, you shouldn't be losing. And we going back home to play with a great coach to slow it down. Get a ball to Kevin Durant. Let's play through him, not Russell Westbrook. Because Oklahoma City played through Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is an alpha male. I don't think Kevin Durant is an alpha male. Russell Westbrook called the shots. And, bro, they got to the Western Conference Finals with that. Like, with a real coach, I think it changes everything. But that ain't the question. So, But I think they could get one. I think the Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, like them two are the best players of all time. I think they should have stayed. I mean, me, I wanted them two to retire together. You wanted him to retire in Golden State. I wanted him to retire with Oklahoma City with Russell Westbrook and go down as one of the best duos to ever do it. I just think that they missed their window. That year they was up 3-1. I think that was their window right there. 
because they get I to the that. finals, I don't think they was losing. That year, I felt like it was just Golden State at OKC. And then it was going to be Cleveland against one of those two all year. That's how it felt. So when they got up 3-1, I was like, oh, shit, KD finally about to get his ring. And then, you know, they, they blow it. After that, I was like, yeah, that was their only chance because going forward, I don't see shit getting better with him in Westbrook. You shouldn't have to tell a person who's your point guard, your star point guard. You shouldn't have to tell him to give the ball to one of the best players in NBA history. A smart point guard going to do that anyway. Thank you, think you, you have to, you think you have to tell Chris Paul to give Kevin Durant the ball? <laughs> Thank you, sir. Not at all. You didn't, you didn't have to tell Steph to get Katie the ball. Right. <laughs> nope, you didn't. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Any smart basketball savvy point guard is going to know nobody on the floor can guard this man on my team. So rather than me worrying about my stats, let me set this man up. I'm going to eat off of him regardless because they're going to be putting so much attention on him. That's always been Westbrook's problem. He's so concerned with his own stats. Pushing people out the way to get rebounds and shit. You said you don't think he a what? I don't think he a stat padder, bro. I don't think he do that shit to pass stats. I just think that's him. I don't think he a stat (laughs) bro. I think he just, as an alpha male, he wants to be the, the finals MVP. I think he wants to be the best player. And he knows that come with, if I have the triple double, they can't say shit. I don't think it's with bad intentions like, man, I don't care if we win. I just want this triple-double. But but even if that's the case, you can't win like that. You can't win with that mentality. You can't. You can't. You're the second best player on the team. Get a ball up. Yeah, I just think that that shit would have never worked out with them, too. I never blame KD for leaving. I feel like one way or the other, he was going to leave eventually because of Westbrook. It might not have been the Warriors, but he was going to leave regardless. So let's switch gears a little bit here. Since this seems to be like the theme of what people complain about the most in the NBA, does superstars teaming up ruin the game for anybody? I'm going to start with you, Nico. If you would have asked me this question a few years back, I probably would have been, a, I probably would have said that it, it, it hurts the game to a certain extent. I, I'm still going to say that. It hurts the game to a certain extent, but you can't be mad at a guy for wanting to play with who he want to play with, wanting to go where he want to go. I would just think, and me personally, what I would do, I would say, I guess I'm quote-unquote old school. I don't want to play with the best guys. I want to go against you and know that I'm the best. I beat them niggas. I beat Kevin Durant. I beat LeBron James. But every team that won a ring, every great team had great players. I feel like players should get great players on your team, but you can't play with all of them. I can't be the number one guy on the team. and I can't be LeBron James and call Kevin Durant to come play with me. Like, I can't be ben, uh, Joel Embiid and call Anthony Davis and say, man, we'll be the best big man in the league on the same team. Nah. So it, it just depends. I want the finals to be a toss-up. I don't want to go into the finals with a Golden State team with two MVPs, Klay Thompson, and a defensive player the on the same team going against LeBron James and a team full of role players. I want it to be even. So if, if there was a way where we could even out the teams – with multiple superstars, I'm with it. So I'm kind of, I'm on the fence, but I love to see two great players play together. I don't really want to see more than that. So I'm not against it. And I I don't think it hurt the game at all. Because at the same time, your team on paper don't win you a ring. So you got to go out there and do it. Like we seen with Golden State the year they lost to Toronto. They had a great team. Niggas got hurt. They lost. So anything can happen. 
But when it comes down to three, four superstars on the team, I don't like it. But I'm not going to say it hurts the game. It honestly, it makes more people tune in because we rooting against that Golden State team. The casual fan is rooting against them. They tuning in versus a, a real competitive series. The casual fan ain't watching, but the casual fan want to see Kevin Durant lose. He tuning in to make sure Kevin Durant lose. So it, it, it doesn't hurt the game, but for me, the, a real basketball fan, it hurt my feelings. I want to see competitiveness. <laughs> I want to see even teams, bro. So I'm back and forth. Like, for me, it's kind of, it's, it's hard to say I'm back and forth. Like, it's cool, but it ain't cool. It's even, but it, so I'm going to just say that. I'm going to say I'm on the fence, but I think it brings more eyes to the game. So more eyes can't hurt. I'm going to say that. Bobby? I ain't going to lie to you. I don't really care about the superstars teaming up. To me, it's more so about who is teaming up with who. To me, that's what, what makes it breaks it for me. Like if Kyrie and Russ Rook team up like like right now with, with Clay Thompson, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't bat an eye. Wouldn't care at all. But if Steph and Braun and KD jump on the same team, I'm gonna piss the fuck. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like to me, it's it's about who does it. it's about the t- it's to me. There's tears of a superstar. Like it's them it's them Hall of Fame superstars who either in the top ten or like they creeping into the top ten. Then it's those superstars where it's like they good for now. But they not gonna be you, you know they're not gonna be top ten when it's all said. They're like you just know it. And then you got like those superstars where it's like they just the average superstar. That that tier two, that tier three, they can do all that. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't bat out because those that's that's like the Boston big three, so I wouldn't care. But like that Steph, that Braun, Katie, y'all can't tip on the same roster. Because to me, y'all the three that's claiming that y'all wanna be the best. Y'all each of them say it publicly, I'm the best player in the game. To me, you can't prove that by joining the person that you're trying to meet. That's like Jordan saying, I'm better than Wilt. Then the next year, well, I just joined Devil Wilt. So what are you proving now? Then now you just stacking the deck. Now it's impossible to beat you. Now we can't really know who's the best. So to me, as, as a competitor, I wouldn't like to see that. Like, to me, the best parody we had in the league was 2016. Because even though the Warriors won 73, I wouldn't have been surprised if OKC beat them. And I wasn't surprised, honestly, that Cleveland beat them because they were capable of beating them. Because we had them. We had the Spurs right behind them, too. People forget. Spurs was 67 and 15. If they would have ran across them, I wouldn't have been surprised either. Even though the Warriors won 73, we had legit about five, six teams that could have won it. it nobody would have batted an eye. Whereas with the last couple of years, we have, like, one legit clear favorite. And we'll be shocked as fuck if they don't win. Like, yeah, I don't like that shit, man. Like, like that's what I don't like. Like, like the Nets. Everyone expected the Nets to win, and the Nets probably should win. Year before that, it was it was basically the Lakers or the Clippers because no one really considered uh, the Bucks. Year before that, it was the Warriors, the Warriors, the Warriors, the Warriors. Like I like I like parody in my league, me personally. Like to me, it gets boring if you know off rip who gonna win. So like to me, the superstars it hurts the league to a degree, but it depends on which superstars are joining together. To me, that matters. Couldn't agree with you more, my boy. Gonna, Couldn't agree with you more. Out the way first. First, like, we know you love it. In recent memory, <laughs> though, it ain't even been that many super teams as it is. Like to me, the only teams that, like in the last twenty years, I would consider super teams would be this Nets team, the Warriors, only because of my criteria, and the Heat. 
And to me, all of them teams are beatable. I've never been one to say that the outcome of the NBA Finals is predetermined because of a team's roster. I never felt like none of them teams was an automatic Finals winner. Like, Houston showed us Golden State was beatable. Yeah, they lost the series, but don't miss 27 threes in a row. Take some twos, and you beat that team, and we're not even having this discussion about them. The Heat clearly were beatable because they lost their first year together. Just like this Nets team is beat all these quote unquote super teams, they always got holes in them. And it's always gonna be that one team that perfectly counters this quote unquote super team. So it's never gonna be an automatic championship for anybody, unless you see somebody like Steph LeBron and KD teamed up. Yeah, I know I don't even want to see that shit. But in my opinion, when stars and superstars team up, it makes the game more competitive. Because for one, every game that they play. Every team is giving them their absolute best shot. And then on top of that, you forcing all these other organizations to say, look, if they going, you know, quote unquote, stack the deck in their favor, we're going to have to make some improvements to our roster. And they're going to be more adamant about that. They're going to make that, that shit happen faster. So at the end of the day, you never got to really worry about parity because what one team does, another team is going to copy. And then other teams are going to build they roster specifically against that team. At the end of the day, what's most important to me is it increases the chance of you seeing the best players in the league on the biggest stage. And that's what I want to see every year. I don't, I want to see the best players in the game in the NBA finals every year. And that's all these quote unquote super teams do, but ain't none of them ever been unbeatable. That Warriors team with KD was not unbeatable. Other teams just didn't build their roster good enough. The only team that did build their roster good enough was Houston. I'm not going to penalize the Warriors because other teams didn't step their shit up. But, like, when you say that, the Warriors drafted good. Yes, all of them players are homegrown. But, damn, you added the second best player in the game. And they still almost lost. Like, when you say that they almost lost, I believe in teams overlooking teams. Like, I feel like Golden State overlooked everybody. Like, shit, when it's time, okay, we down one. 10 seconds left. All right, let's step it up. Oddly, you won better. They were legit bored because they knew they were going to win. And these are the words out their mouth. I can send you an interview right now of, 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 of David West. He did an interview where he was like, what was the who, what was the biggest threat to, to y'all's title run from three years? He said it was the us. Because he was like, after 2017, they ran through, because y'all forget, they went 16-1 and one in, the, in the 17th uh, playoff. They would have swept the whole postseason if Kyrie didn't go crazy. Actually, the whole Cavs team don't go crazy that elimination game for game four. Then in 2018, they were bored for the entire year. Even when they went down, they didn't they didn't start trying until they went down 3-2 to Houston. Because they all agree, okay, now we can hoop for real. And they dominated. Because I don't think they were getting they were getting their ass blown out in game seven. Where? In the first half they against get, Houston, they, they was getting, getting blown out of game seven out. for sure. But bro, I yeah. think that they came into that shit knowing, man, we so can they beat knew them. Houston was gonna miss twenty seven straight threes. I will send you the link. Just he, because they were said, poor, he said they legit was lollygagging the entire year. They didn't start trying until they was down three two. Nick Young even said in an interview, he was like, "They crazy because they legit would do stuff like that to make things interesting because they knew they were gonna win." Just because they were bored and they went down don't mean that. Like, just because they did that, and if they would have lost, like, I'm trying to explain it. 
Niggas could be bored and think that it's sweet and still lose. I know. I, I, so I you basically you saying that. that my point that they were not unbeatable. They were unbeatable because they thought they were too good. Like, you can lose by saying, hey, let's let them in the game and lose. That's human nature. Humans make mistakes. But them on all cylinders, bro, they wasn't. The teams that was in the NBA at that point, no one can beat them. No one. Who has a forward that can guard Kevin Durant and also have a point guard that can guard Steph Curry and also have a wing player that's going to chase Klay Thompson around and also have two bench players who go master energy that Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala have? Like, what team in NBA history happened? They were beatable. No matter how you slice it, they were capable of losing games. That is my point. Yeah, they were capable game. of losing games, and they were capable of losing the series. If you don't yeah. want to lose to them, play better. And they did when it counted. Like, that's what they did. Well, that's what Golden State did. They... I'm, I'm talking about the other teams. Play better. Don't turn the fucking ball over. Get it's some hard, stops, bro. bitch. When we going against seven a seven foot nigga that could play defense when he won't, one of the best defenders of all time, and Clay Thompson, and a great team defense. Like uh, we trying, bro. We trying. <laughs> <laughs> like try bro, hard. What say? Man, we tried, man. It's that, Kevin Durant, bro. We tried. I feel like teams people overstate how good that team was. Yeah, they was great. Are bro. you crazy? They you was just great, love bro. that team too much. I don't. I'm not even a Warriors together. fan. You, you love that team, though. But you love that team. That's one of your favorite teams of all time. Is it it's not? not. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Bro, you wanted that team to stay together. I like to and see... you don't live in the Bay. I like <laughs> to see great basketball. And they play great team basketball. So, yes, I want them to stay together. And it forced other teams to get better. Yes, keep doing that. Make other teams get better. It made teams get better, though. I'm, it did. It did. But the, more, on, the more you do shit like that, the less other teams can just rest on their lures. But all right, we could uh rebuild for another five, six years. No, fuck all that. Go get you some better players. Two superstars and a star and great role players. That's not an unbeatable team. Y'all lost your damn mind. No, I haven't lost. Y'all lost y'all damn mind. Y'all just you just you just sat up here on this nationally syndicated show. Talk about <laughs> and told the world. That you didn't think the the, the KD Warriors were unbeatable. What? No, there's no such no. thing as an unbeatable team in any when, when, in when, when, when we got about 80 games of proof, or they would be down 20, and at the end of that same quarter, they'd be up 30. Like, come on, bro. They did the <laughs> same on, shit bro. without KD. That didn't make you unbeatable. Hey, whatever you drinking, recommend it to me, big dog. I, don't I think need that. Drunk. I How? think he just loved great basketball so much that he's in denial of trying to keep that team together. Like he, it's not he, about keeping that team together. It's about the fact that they could be beat, just like every team in every sport lose? in sports history. Did they lose? Just because they did it doesn't mean it was impossible. <laughs> oh, did they come close to losing before? Lose. No. Get the fuck. So Houston did come close to beating that me. That Houston shit don't count to me, that man. Dude, I, count. I, I don't think that they... Hey, I'm put it to you like this. They was down 19. No, they were down 16 and half in game seven. And I doubled up with my OG about the Warriors still winning that game because that's how unconcerned I was. I was too. I knew it. I mean, they could still come back and beat them. We all knew Houston was going to miss 27 straight threes in a row. We knew all, We all knew that. It wasn't even that. Move. 
They wouldn't That's even the only reason they lost. The only reason. I don't say that. Right. It wouldn't even matter. I don't know if y'all remember. Do y'all remember the term, the third quarter Warriors? Yes. I know what that was about, but still. Because, like, I, I've seen the end games in just the third quarter. Like, they were, they were, they were lively after two quarters. And it come out half time like they were just like, all right, let's play for real. And the game will be over. Like, they're the only team in the history that I've ever seen do that. And I've been watching basketball for 29 years. I have never seen a team who just come out at a half and look like a completely different team and just end the game right there. Y'all just using this as a, another excuse to hate on KD because y'all hate KD that nigga. Right, KD a dog. We not he hating him. We saying that he, he made them unbeatable. That's it was nothing you could do. I don't agree with that. I mean, it ain't nothing that's going to ever be said that's going to change my <laughs> mind about that because every team is beatable. Did they go 82-0? and 0? Did they, they could have all they they go undefeated in the playoffs? They could have if they wanted they to. They could have. But they did they? But did they? They didn't want to. I ain't trying to hear that. Did they or did they not lose games in the playoffs? They lost because games. We, right. Right. we have the next game. My, my we have the next game, bro. We could get them one. My but the thing is, they didn't go for the they didn't go for the because they could have went 74 and 8. The reason why they didn't, because they didn't want to. They were afraid they, they learned. So they're right. They learned from 2016. All they wanted to do is be healthy for the playoffs. Because Steve Kerr felt like they burnt themselves out chasing that 73 win in them 16 playoffs. Yeah, y'all said that team was unbeatable, so they should have went 82 and no end of the season. No, we <laughs> oh my I, god. I, I tell you this, I, I put it like this. If they didn't win in 15 and they go 73 and 9, the next year don't win again, and they add KD that that, that following year, they'll go 74 and 8. You can book that one. Well, we'll never know now, will we? <laughs> you can book that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we could go ahead and wrap up right here, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to the I'm Just Saying podcast. Like the video. Comment down uh, your list of superstars. I definitely want to see that. And subscribe to the channel. You know, catch up on our uh, most recent content. Follow the IG parking lot pull up podcast three. Yes. All links in the description. Shameless plug. (laughs) We'll catch y'all next week.